Today we're getting into one of my favorite topics, and that is traveling. Let's get to it. Welcome to a new episode of Just Squatching Around, where we talk about nature, outdoorsy stuff, and photography a little bit. I'm Mads, if you haven't tuned in quite yet, if this is your first episode, I'm the host and the owner of Mad Squatch Photography. And today I wanted to get into uh, traveling, whether you've thought about getting more into traveling, or whether you've considered taking that trip. Maybe that's that push or a pep talk as to why not to make any more excuses as to why not to travel. I'd love to give a little bit, you know, of my story and everything and why I decided to travel a little more than most people my age, just for the fact that I feel like it could be a push in the right direction for somebody. I, every time I go to a family gathering now, a lot of people instead of asking me, you know, how's your job? You know, how how's life going? They're always asking me, where are you guys going next? Like, what's, what's your next big adventure? Is it going to be huge? Is it going to be something close by? Like, where, where are you guys headed to next? What's, is it soon? So we've kind of, I don't know, conditioned our families to kind of ask those questions anymore. Anyway, I, I guess Traveling really started when I was younger, like I the, the just the love and being out and everything. I would go on like little mini trips with my dad and stepmom and around the state and neighboring states and we took a trip with my mom to Virginia with my mom and my grandma at a young age and then going to Yellowstone and the Tetons and all of that when I was 18 it just kind of posted that possibility a little more and I remember when I was really young I I'd always I've always been an animal nut and to get the books out of the library of all the animal books and all that and I always looked at those pictures and thought, that'll be me someday. Like, that will be me going to those places and seeing those animals someday. I just, I I don't know. I guess it was just a hunch. (laughs) I don't know what kind of stemmed that thinking, really. So, as I've gotten older, I've took the risk of going on more trips. I went to Belize in 2015. Wow, that was a while ago. I went there for a tropical ecology class for a month with my college. That was the first time I had ever been out of the country, and it just, it really opened my eyes to the possibilities of what I could do and where I could go, and that not that year, I don't think. Maybe it was that. No, it wasn't that year. It was the year after I ended up going to Florida. And then the year after that, I ended up going to Tennessee. And we went to the Grand Canyon after that. And it's really kind of progressed to like these bigger trips every so often or some little trips. We always go to different parks or different towns or different places in Ohio to 
you know, experience. There's just so much, even in our neighboring state, that we love to see. And it's just, it's fascinating to me. It's always been fascinating, just some of the different cultures, even just in the states alone. Some of the different cultures and bring-ups and everything in different states that even could be nearby. It's just, it's amazing. Uh, My best friend's from West Virginia. And so, just rooming with her for three years at, at college was just an experience in of itself because even though we're neighboring states, there's so many things that are different compared to what you do. Uh, like, for example, a cart here, we always call them shopping carts or carts. Uh, down in West Virginia, they call them buggies. And I, <laughs> I looked at her strangely when she first told me this and I said, it's kind of hard to do that around here when you have Amish buggies because I'm around the Amish communities and everything. So it's kind of one of those things. But just to see the culture of different places that we've been to, even just going down to Tennessee every year to the Smokies and seeing, you know, just the Southern culture compared to what we, we grew up to is, I don't know, it's quite fascinating to me. And like I said before, even the possibilities of seeing other animals and birds and I I wouldn't have had the opportunity to go see California condors if I wouldn't have went to Zion when we did. And I wouldn't have had the opportunity to see a Kennevitz emerald landing on a flower if I didn't go to Belize and didn't go out bird watching with my professor every morning. I wouldn't have had the possibility to be able to take elk pictures down in a Conalefti visitor center over in the Great Smoky Mountains or even some of the salamanders that we have experienced over in the Smoky Mountains and the rough grouse beating his wings drumming for the ladies when we were hiking up down there as well. But even in Ohio, uh, we've got to experience different animals just by traveling to different places. We got to see a rare, rare, rare sighting of a brown booby in Canton. Uh, I think it was a couple of ba- a couple years back now, and it was so rare that you can't see these birds. The only f- the furthest way north that you could see these birds is possibly Hawaii. So to have one end up in Ohio is just it was bizarre. Like it was the first sighting ever in Ohio to be documented so it it was just it was so fascinating we got to see snowy owl down in columbus and alum creek uh state park the one year it's just to be able to experience the animals that you have seen your whole life in these books in real life and be able to photograph them is just it's quite incredible and even come come to the, some of these places that you have seen so many photographs or paintings or, you know, in history books or stuff like that is just fascinating in and all of itself, too. I, when we went to the Grand Canyon in 2019, I never thought that I would like it. We, we really went because it was one of my partner's, like, all-time bucket list things to do was go to the Grand Canyon. And I'm over here just like, okay, I'm, I'll go for the ride, you know. It's it's one of those things that a lot of people say it's you should see it before you die, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But to go experience that, 
and not only experience it at the top of the canyon, but to hike in part of, like, down into the canyon a little bit was just, it was just humbling. Like, to go down the North Kaibab Trail and just see the rock faces come up around you and to hike the edge of the cliff was just incredible. And I know if you have been listening or if if you're going to keep listening, definitely uh, look at my episode, uh, Hiking is My Therapy, because I, I kind of get more into that with how how humbling of an experience that was and how breathtaking it was absolutely to do that. And I mean, even Angel's Landing when we went to Zion, you can't get that opportunity anywhere else, you know? And to see just all of it is incredible. When we went on our road trip to Yellowstone and the Badlands and uh, the Tetons, it was it was just amazing to see all that because again, you see you see pictures and paintings and posters and everything of these places that are so famous, but then to actually witness them is incredible. Now, mind you, I I love the Instagram. Uh, a lot of the Instagram influencers are doing the Instagram versus reality reels because a lot of that is very true. <laughs> you think that there's no, there's not going to be anybody there that you get to enjoy it yourselves, and and it's just this crowd of people. Old Faithful was one of those examples. We went to, we went down there to see if we could go see it, and we got there, and it was just, it was gobs of people. I, I couldn't tell you how many people were standing there. And honestly, if we would have gotten out of the vehicle, it would just been us seeing this rise of a geyser. We wouldn't even really get to see the full geyser in general uh, erupting because there was that many people. And even... Uh, where were we? I wouldn't say where we were at the Grand Canyon, but even at the Smokies, we experienced that a lot with like Newfound Gap and... Clemens Dome can be that way, and some of the other famous spots in the Great Smoky Mountains can get really congested, and it's just, I mean, even when we go hike Charlie's Bunyan in the Great Smoky Mountains, oddly enough, you won't see anybody on the trail for a while, and then all of a sudden, when you get to Charlie's Bunyan, there's like six people there, and you're like, where did you come from? (laughs) Even a, a really good example of a trail down in the Smokies that has been heavily congested is Mount Lacan. Now, the reason for that being is because when they had those fires in 2016, they closed down Chimney Tops, which Chimney Tops was the ultimate popular trail before they closed it down. And now that it's just the Observation Tower Chimney Tops, or the it's an Observation Deck, a lot of people don't like that experience. They want to be on the mountain itself. Whereas Mount Lacan, you get to experience the lodge, you get to experience the cliff tops, you get you get all that experience with it. And so we've experienced a lot of congestion because we've been going I've been going with John since 2017, right after the fires happened. And it's just amazing to see the congestion that happens over at Alum Alum Cave parking lot to go to Malacan. Now, I'm not going to steer you away if you 
are wanting to go to some of those places, it's an experience in and of itself. Trust me. We were able to be at Alum Cave one year before all of the congestion happened, and we hiked in later in the afternoon than most people do. And so we were able to get it to ourselves for a little bit. And then, I mean, we ran into a couple of people uh, after a little while that was also having the same idea. But it was an experience in and of itself to do that. And even with Charlie's Bunyan, we've been able to experience that by ourselves as well with people moving on. And it's just, it's incredible. I, I honestly recommend any of that to people like going to Angel's Landing, going to, you know, Mount Lacan and stuff. Because it's just one of those experiences that you can't, you just can't get anywhere. And even, even Old Faithful, like if you want to stand there and go see that, that's totally good. Now, when my partner and I travel, we're not very big into being around people because we deal with people on the daily at our work. We are in the customer service part of our, I guess, of our company, if you, if you could say that. But uh, we, we want to be as close to nature as possible whenever we are out. And so people aren't really a thing we want to be around. <laughs> That's for sure. So, I mean, other people are different. They love going to Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, going to the touristy stuff. That's another thing, too, is I'm not one to talk about tourist traps because I have grown up in the camping canoe capital of Ohio, and I just, I can't, I can't do tourist traps. I've grown up around them all these years. It's just, <laughs> this is not, I'm not for it. I don't buy it. But there's people like my best friend that love the gimmicky stuff, you know, love to go to those little gimmicky things like the little comedy shows over in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge and the little, uh, you know, the little stops with the knickknacks and everything. It's, it's one of those things that doesn't appeal to me, but it could appeal to somebody else. And it's, it's quite fascinating, really. I guess if you are getting into traveling... The biggest thing I have to say is just uh, be very mindful of your location. If you want to start doing baby steps, I fully recommend that. Kind of get an idea, especially if you're camping. And if you're just new to camping, it's so much easier to go to a nearby campground the first time around with your camping gear. Especially if you, if you just bought it, you don't know how to work it. That way, when you go on your trip and you're camping with it, you know what to expect. It's very frustrating when you don't know what to expect. And that's, I loved going to Michigan to Pictured Rocks with my best friend because we had got her a tent for her birthday and sleeping bags and everything. And she hadn't been camping since she was a really little kid. And so we were able to help her out with everything, show her how to put the tent out, show her, you know, what to do with all the, everything, really. And it was, it was a great experience for her. It was a great learning process. And I always, I would always recommend if you have somebody that is very knowledgeable about camping or camping gear or anything like that, definitely, you know, kind of ask them what, and ask them what they suggest as to what kind of camping gear you should get or, you know, how, what you should expect if you're going on your first camping trip. Now, don't, <laughs> I will say this, don't be embarrassed if you want to go glamping. 
that's totally fine. I I love the idea of glamping. We just kind of don't do it. And so it's funny because a lot of our friends th- either think we rough it out there or we are glamping. And really, we just kind of are comfortable out there whenever we take the tent. We've had our Kelty... Shoot, what is that called? It's a two-person. I can never remember. Salida? No, maybe not. But it's our Kelty little two-person tent. We've had it since 2018 when the Coleman took a, kind of took a dump when it started leaking. And we've we've absolutely loved it. And honestly, we... We researched, we did our review, like, looked at reviews and everything on that tent. And we needed something that was small at the time because that next year we were going to go motorcycle camping and go camping or uh, go fly with our camping gear gear as well, which definitely, if you're looking into stuff like that, definitely kind of get an idea of, okay, this is what I'm going to do with it. This is how heavy it needs to be, how lo- you know, how light it needs to be, what it, the dimension should be. It can't be very bulky or if you're going car camping all the time, it can be bulky, you know, stuff like that. Definitely take into consideration. And uh, read your reviews. Uh, Google. I mean, just Google campgrounds or hotels or lodges. We've actually found most of the places we've stayed just by Googling where we were going to be. A uh, place in Utah, a bed and breakfast in Utah. <laughs> let me let me start with the story as when we were going out to Zion, it was supposed to be like the low of 60. When we were leaving the Grand Canyon, I think it was like the day before we were leaving, there was a cold front that happened at Zion. To making it to be, I think it was the low of like 30. No big deal. We have been dealing with lows of 30s anyway at Grand Canyon. So we were kind of prepared for that. Well, our sleeping pad that we had bought right before our, excuse me, our motorcycle trip. We've only used it once and that was our motorcycle trip. It was fine. We get to the Grand Canyon. We had sprung a leak. We thought we fixed said leak. A couple days later, we'd sprung a leak again. Thought we fixed said leak. We get to Zion. And that next morning, it was 13 degrees outside. And we were sleeping on the ground because the air pad just deflated altogether. And we were kind of defeated at that point we had already had dealt with such cold temperatures as it was the whole trip and finally I looked at John and I said we we can't unless we find an air pad that's at a reasonable price we can't sleep like we did last night and if anybody knows anything (laughs) about outfitters near a national park they are quite expensive and even just the cheapest foam pad was about $80 a piece. And we weren't going to spend that much. We rather have spent half of what we were going to spend, because 80 times 2 is 160, whereas 80 could possibly get us a nice hotel. So I told John, I said, you know, let's find something that we could possibly do. Now, it 
mind you, it's like 8 o'clock at night at this point. We had hiked Angel's Landing that day. We hadn't had a full meal at all that day. We had just been snacking. So I was hungry. He was hungry. We were super tired because Angel's Landing is one of those hikes that just you have to use your full body on. And it was just one of those things. We were just so exhausted. And we found this Airbnb, the sweetest couple ever. I wish I could figure out. I can't remember what the name of that Airbnb was. Or not Airbnb. The bed and breakfast. Sorry. (laughs) I can't remember what the name of the bed and breakfast was. But they were the sweetest people. They stayed up for us to come there. We paid in cash. They was We had a shower. An actual hot shower. And it was it was just the best experience. They fed you breakfast in the morning and we got to meet some really cool people in the morning. They were like, you guys were roughing it out there. <laughs> no, no, we were not. But it was just just those little things just by Googling where where we were at. We happened to just come across this place. And same within uh, Shenandoah. There's a lodge that we go to every year that... We happened to just Google it because we were just driving through Shenandoah before we got to Maryland one year. And it was just one of those things that we came across and we've actually stayed a couple of times. I'd love to stay for a full week there. We just haven't, we have so many places we want to be and such little time sometimes throughout the year that uh, we can take off. So it's just one of those things that it's just, I don't, just don't be afraid to Google and, but check the reviews before you do, because there are some places that, yeah, you Google and it looks great, but the reviews are not great. So I, I always recommend just reading the reviews as well. If you're on here for a pet talk, let me tell you this. Do not wait to go book those flights. Do not wait to decide to go on that road trip. Don't hold off on going to your bucket list place. Money might be tight, but you can always do it. I mean, we always go on a budget to Tennessee every year. That's actually why we started, because John knew how much it was going to be when we went down there. That was kind of like our, it's always been kind of like our budget vacation. But don't be afraid to go all out as well. I know there's times where I have not been sorry to spend a little extra money on something that gave me an incredible experience. For example, I got to go ziplining in the Smoky Mountains. That has been like my all-time favorite thing that we have done down there. One of them, anyway. I've gotten to go to Belize, really. I mean, I, I took the chance, I spent the money, and I got to go to Belize. It was an incredible experience that, honestly, after after the whole 2020 debacle, I'm glad I was able to go. I've gotten to experience Zion and the Grand Canyon, and we didn't have that. We had money, but we, I mean, you know, we did it on a budget, and it was, it was just incredible. So don't, don't make money as an excuse. Don't make time as an excuse. We always can make time. My best friend finally went on a trip with me last year in 2021 uh, to Pictured Rocks, Michigan, and it was incredible. 
But there was times before then that, you know, she gave me excuses. And finally, she just was like, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm, we're going to do this. And I am so glad that she decided on that because it honestly was one of the best trips that I could have ever taken. But know this, in all my years of traveling, and even still traveling now, uh, now that we're going to bigger places like Glacier and Yellowstone, and I'm going back to the Tetons and possibly the Badlands, uh, I know that the biggest thing that I've learned is just the memories that you take away from all of that. I love traveling with people. I'm, you would think I would like to travel alone. I don't think I've ever traveled alone because I always love traveling with people because I love to have that experience when you come back of just talking about all the memories you had. I mean, to this day, we still talk about the motorcycle trip we took for my brother's 21st birthday back in 2019. We still talk about and hee-haw all the times that we had down there. And even John and I still talk about just some of the stuff that has gone on with other trips. And it's fun to meet people that have had either similar experiences or, you know, had a different experience possibly. My tattooist, I was talking to him when I just got my tattoo done and He's talking about when they went to Zion, and we even met a guy in picture, like in Munising, uh, Michigan, that owned this really cool bike shop, small little mom and pop shop, and he had had kind of a similar experience in Zion, like we did, and just some of the stories he would share with us, and some of the stories we shared with him, it was just, it was so incredible. I really wish I would have been able to get a beer with him. It was just, it was really cool. And some of the people that we've even met in passing has just been, it's been, it's been pretty awesome, you know? Some of the people that we've met are kind of like us, and some are just, you know, out there just kind of living their life. And it's, it's just those moments, it's the experience that you take away from it, I guess is one of the biggest reasons why I love to do it, that I love to get out every year and whether it be, like, a huge trip like what we're doing this year or just our regular, like, we're doing in September with just going to Tennessee and everything. It's just, that's that's become a tradition of ours. Um, we've been going since, since we started dating. Uh, two months into our relationship, we went for my birthday, and then that September, we also went again. And it's just been... One of those cool, fun traditions after five years of being together that we've still kept. And there's been a couple years where he's like, well, maybe we should we should call off the Tennessee trip and just do this. And I'm like, no, I said, it's just it's it's our it's our thing. We have to go. So uh, definitely some of the moments and traditions and stuff that you might might create is worth all of it. And with that, I'm going to leave you with definitely get out on the trail, get out on that flight, get out on that road trip, whatever you want to do. It doesn't have to be big. It can be small. And enjoy yourself and make happy moments. Happy trails, everybody. And until next time, I'll see you later.